0: What's great, good and real, my cliche family? It's your boy Jeff coming to you with another episode of the Do You Rules Podcast. It is Monday morning. We are coming off a weekend and I am feeling stupendous. <laughs> oh, I feel great. And if you're alive, I've been forgetting, but if you're alive. <clears throat> yes. Feel phenomenal. Feel phenomenal. Feel great. Feel phenomenal. Feel great. Today we're going to capitalize on our previous episode of guarding your energy space and we're going to we're going to further along that path and talk about guarding your energy space protecting your inner conversations guarding your energy space protecting your inner conversations and this is something that I've been thinking about for a while I've been practicing for a long time It really is what changed the course of what I believe, at least I think I did, changed my life, right? It really changed my life. I know I said the last episode, or might have been the one before that, that I would change your life, but I'm always thinking I'm going to change your life, and that's part of the power of my inner conversations and just the fact that I believe something different is going to happen every day along my journey, along my path. But before we get into the inner conversations, hopefully you can stop and level set. It is a Monday where are you right now? Where are you right now? What are you doing? How are you, how are you benefiting yourself? What are you doing in this very moment to capitalize and maximize on the time you do have and making you the best possible version of you? However that feels like, however that feels like, I think that's, that's part of the inner conversations and part of what you should be doing, hopefully regularly, and and something I'm gonna to try to reiterate every time I come on, which is stop and think, stop and feel, stop and understand, be present and and reflect. Along those lines, I wonder too, what have you what have you experienced over this weekend? What have you done this weekend? I think the social norm for the weekend is to relax, possibly get some things around the house done really kind of get into the the personal flow, if you would, versus the workflow. The majority of the world, of course, is professional, I guess, from nine to five, Monday through Friday. Varying degrees of that, of course. I know we we are so much more expansive than that. But generally speaking, we are nine to five sort of world and the weekends are typically for quote unquote leisure. So if you didn't get the honeydew list done or you didn't do some shopping at Costco, wherever it is you go, maybe you, you took some family time out. Maybe you went to a movie, I don't know what what it was you possibly could have done, but hopefully whatever it is you did has brought you into a phenomenal Monday. As for myself, a lot of the same, a lot of the same. I do want to share before I get into inner conversations, as I said, Sunday starts my week. I went out, I usually go out for my workout or my run or my cardio, not at 5 a.m., I do it more of a standard time for for normal humans, because I like to I like to go out and compare myself to the world. You know, I like to go out and and, and see other people, see the light, see more cars, see more universe, see more world. And so I typically start my run around 8 a.m. and I gear up from it. I usually wake up 630, 645. Again, I like to try to get eight hours of sleep in. Saturday into Sunday night. And I will say and share that my wife and I fell asleep watching the movie Saturday. John Wick, first of all, it was almost three hours. John Wick four. What a phenomenal movie. What a great, I mean, it was the dude was like, I don't know. It's probably not a spoiler alert at this point, but the dude was like fighting from minute one to minute zero at the end. And just a sensational, sensational movie. I thought, but more importantly, my wife and I just, we haven't fell asleep watching the movie together in quite some time. So that was a great experience and and it translated into Sunday morning, which, which I went out for my run at a normal quote unquote time. And when I got to the track, it takes me about a mile and a half to get to the track. There was this dude on the track, man. He must've been like six, 11 dude was long, man. And he was flying around the track. And, and this is also part of the reason why I like to go and see the world is one I want to compare myself a little bit. I think it's natural and normal. I want to see where I'm at. And a lot of the world who keeps themselves in quote unquote decent shape is out around that time walking or running or doing something for themselves. So it's inspiring in that regard that I get to see others doing them. And and it certainly provokes me to feel great about me. And, and I'm not going to lie, as I'm running by some people, I'm like, yep, you, you ain't on my level. You ain't on my level. And I don't mean it maliciously. It's, it's really just part of my inner self-talk. It's part of what keeps me inspired and motivated. But this 6'11 dude was flying around the track. And, and mind you, to get that mile and a half, I'm coming up a hill. So I'm not gassed, but I'm you know my legs are feeling like I just ran up a hill for a mile and a half. But I see this guy, and I'm like, ooh, that's, I got to catch him. I got to catch him. And and we go for about a good mile, four laps at this pace. And he's moving them long legs and I'm moving my, my shorter legs. I'm six feet, so I'm not, I'm not 6'11". And he was probably more like 6'4", but it felt like he was 6'11". And I'm moving and he's moving and I'm moving and he's moving. And what I'm noticing is, is we're pretty much at the same pace. We're on effectively opposite ends of the track. So when I'm at the top of the track, he's at the bottom. When I'm on the left half, he's on the right half. And that's how I'm gauging where he's at. And he's moving. And everybody else around the track, I feel like, is looking at us, right? Because he's fucking running and I'm running. And, and people are probably thinking, like, what the fuck are these two doing? Like, who runs that fast and why? And I looked down and I was at like a six and a half minute mile pace. And I, I was only supposed to go on the track. I was only supposed to run three miles. and I, I Which means a mile and a half up two laps around and a mile back and I walked the rest of my house. But this guy had me super motivated, super, super inspired. And I said, I'm not leaving till I lap him. And as I got through lap four, my inner conversation was like, oh man, I, I don't know, Jeff, I don't know. You might have to run till you fucking pass out. So I'm like, fuck it. We're going to run till we pass out. And, and lo and behold, as I completed that fourth lap and he completed his fourth lap, He stopped. And I said, oh, yeah, I got him, boy. I got him. And, and I, you know, I laughed to myself. And I know I had a smile as I ran around the track. What was interesting, I did lap him because obviously he stopped to walk. And, and I did two more laps for effect. And as I was finishing the second lap, he started again, which implied to me that he was probably working on intervals, running really, really, really fast or at a high pace and then walking running fast at a high pace than walking. I couldn't sustain that six and a half mile pace, but I did complete five miles in like, I think it was 37 minutes. So, so a little over seven minute miles, which is the the fastest I've ever run five miles. So it felt phenomenal. So that was my weekend, at least some of it falling asleep to John wick with my wife. There was a lot of other things in, in and around that. I pulled some weeds again this weekend, talked to my neighbor, and, and and ran those five miles in, in a in a Jeff record time, which was great. And as I did all that and I ran again today this morning, got me into the into today's topic, reflected heavily on on guarding your energy space and what that means. I feel like I might have I should have, you know, I'm working backwards from what I talked about last week. The the easy not the easy, I keep on with this easy stuff. The first place I believe to start. Always for anything is within you. This show really is all about doing you. And and shout out to everyone doing you, including the 6-11 dude on the track, and everyone else walking and running at their own pace, because that's what it's about, pacing yourself. Inner conversations are crucial. Inner conversations are crucial. And let me explain why. If you do any type of research into what makes you human. Like the brain, we talked about dopamine and those chemicals, the neurological process. I am by no means a neurologist or a scientist, but I have put in hundreds of hours of research and study on this. And I practice on myself on my own guinea pig. And so I'm sharing some of the do you for the sake of you. And and maybe it, it resonates. Hopefully it does. But I, I do know it aligns with some neurological science. And here's what is astonishing to me and and really changed my perspective on life amongst amongst a lot of other things is that the way you feel has such a just overwhelming impact on your life more so than you probably give credit for in that in that you rationalize your thoughts with a feeling that is how you understand what you are thinking you rationalized your thoughts through feeling and because we think 60 to 80,000 thoughts per day respected to the fact that you're unconscious subconscious for 95% of the time the 5% you are conscious you are almost possibly maybe most definitely repeating some of your feelings over and over and over and over based on the thoughts you're repeating over and over and over and over. Why is that important? It's important because your brain can't delineate, decipher, or tell what is real or what is not, other than by how you feel. Meaning, if you are feeling like you can't, you won't, and you couldn't, well, then the brain rationalizes that and says, okay, I can't, I won't. And I couldn't. And then it begs the question why do you think you can't, you won't, and you couldn't? When you say things like, "Uh, I don't feel like it today, Uh, I'll do it tomorrow, Uh, I'm not good enough, your brain processes this, understands it, and is like, okay, this is how we're feeling. It can't tell what's quote unquote real or not. But it then produces that feeling across your body and your body reacts to what your brain is producing and sending out based on your feelings. So you think you feel the brain responds. The body ultimately then is acting out physically in that way. Think about that. Think about what you're thinking because what you're thinking ultimately is responsible for everything you have or don't have. So guarding your energy space is super important from the perspective of be careful what you allow to enter your brain. Be careful what you are thinking and thereby feeling and what I really, really struggled with and what really, really helped transform me aside from the fact that I'm probably going through a midlife crisis at least that's what some of the psychoanalysis says too is that what you are repeating or you are really what you are repeating and rehearsing and what are you really repeating and rehearsing what are you really feeling when you're feeling what you're feeling what is that about what are these inner conversations you are having What is most astonishing is that, particularly as you evolve in life, and we are so socially conformed to believe that we are successful based on what we have or don't have, at least from society's culture's perspective, the social norms are nine to five, where on the food chain you're at, you align your thoughts and your feelings with what you may physically have or don't have. At least again by what society tells you. And how did you come to the conclusion on what's acceptable today in your life? This is when it gets really deep for me. Why do you why are you who you are and why do you believe that is who you are? And how did you get to this conclusion? Why did I talk about guarding your energy space the way I did last last week or whatever the day it was a few days ago? It's because you were taught this. And it's likely that you're repeating behaviors or thoughts and feelings all the way deep into your childhood. And so how you were raised plays a prominent role in where you are today, at least until you decide that, hey, I have control over my life at least a little bit because I have control over my thoughts, which means if I have control over my thoughts, I have no control over my feelings. And I think I do. So why don't I rehearse some better feelings, some better thoughts, at least to produce better feelings? Because a lot of what's preventing us from doing us and you from doing you and me from doing me today is wrapped in thoughts that no longer are prevalent. Because if it has already happened, it's gone. Why are you rehearsing that? Why are you rehearsing in your mind feelings of despair and anxiety, embarrassment, unfulfillment? I'm not saying again that these things aren't prevalent from the perspective of, Hey, we got to learn and we should listen, but your inner conversation is driving you to your present moment and your present moment is continuing to build up past failures because you can't change the way you think about yourself. Think about that. You can't change you because you can't change the way that you think about you because it's something that probably has already happened. And so you repeat this vicious cycle Of things that can't be fixed already. Because they're gone. Breaking you down mentally. Which is breaking you down emotionally. Which is breaking you down physically. And then you keep wondering. Why am I still here in the same spot? Guard your energy space. Protect your inner conversations. I know it sounds cliche and corny. I know it's like. "What, what, What am I supposed to tell myself? What am I supposed to do? when I've seen nothing to, 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 to support the type of prosperity I'm looking for, that's part of your inner conversation. Thoughts turn into feelings. Feelings turn into physical manifestation of life. And when you think things about yourself that aren't conducive to positivity, guess what you attract? When you go and put out into the world, not today, tomorrow, I'm not good enough. I can't. You attract more people that just essentially validate that feeling for you. And, and, and forgetting that you are creator, you've created a world of, I can't, I won't. And I couldn't all based on your inner conversations. And I know it's difficult because the truth is if you tell yourself you can, you will, and you could today. Society's going to tell you well, you don't have the values that align with can, could, and would. I forget how I'm saying those in order, but I'm sure you get it. But any ability for success, any ability to... Flip your mindset, any ability to rewire your brain neurologically to then change your emotions requires you to change your thoughts. And how you think about yourself is key, is key. And it should always be thinking about you. And I know I reference sometimes, you know, we're competitive by nature. You want to go and test yourself yourself. You want to go and push yourself. You want to go and see all this work that I'm putting in. Is it really doing anything for me? And it's natural and normal and it feels good. But it has, it has to come with the idea to that you can always be better. Which is why the endless go of maximizing you for you, capitalizing on you, Doing you every day is endless. Change your inner conversations. Change your inner conversations. Change what you think about you for the sake of you. Guard your energy space. Don't let nothing infiltrate. That means means when you put your headphones on, what are you listening to? That means when you pick up the phone for a conversation, what are you talking about? That means when you're texting people, what are you texting about? When you're conversing with your significant other, what are those conversations about? When you're conversing with your children, your friends, or whoever it is, just a a random on the street, what are you conversing about? When you're talking to you. What are you talking about? There is no path forward for you until you change how you feel about yourself. There's no way to change how you feel about yourself until you change what you think about yourself. So do you, and may everything you desire come to you exactly as you deserve. Stay rich.